This is a Visual Audio Times original. Welcome to another episode of A Music in Time. Pretty interesting episode, right? I have a very good friend here who's very, very close to this album. Okay, we're breaking down Emma Abaga's debut album, Talk Woo-hoo! About It, considered a classic by many. And I have with me here, Oye Akindeide. Oye is a man of many hearts. In his previous life, he has been a blogger. He has been... Okay, I don't want to go back to his rap days because he <laughs> promised me he's not going to rap Mike on this episode. Too. <laughs> he promised me he's not going to rap on this episode. But Oye has been very close to the music. Um, he was one of the um, co-founders of 316 Ops, one of so. Nigeria's biggest and most prominent music blogs um, that ran for, what, over a decade. Um, very influential. Got into trouble several <laughs> times with their reviews. And... And, and, you know, from there, he has moved on to work at, you know, different companies, technological companies. Um, but, you know, speaking from a music perspective, Oye is a, Oye knows his arts, you know. I try, I try. And this album is very, very personal to him for some for some reason. Why is this album, album so personal to you? Um, I could connect with it. It was, it was easy to connect. You know, um, when I came back after my master's, it was funny because that was when the shift into Nigerian music had started. And I was still used to my Biggie, Jay-Z. And then I see crowd mentality and I'm like, okay, this is interesting. So it was something I could relate with fully. Great. Talk About It is MI's first debut album, debut album released in 2008. Um, Nigerian music scene was also witnessing a culture shift at the time. Um, if I dare say it is the, this is the introduction of the third wave of Afrobeat artists. Mm-hmm. Um, so you saw the likes of Banky W, um, Nato C, um, Kel, um, and of course, MI. And these and were Genie the, as well. You know, the Genie. These are the yeah. people that led the charge for the next wave of Afrobeat. And, you know, with, with them came a new sound. The sound was fresh. The production was better, you know, it was more digestible, so to say. Um, and but spe- speaking specifically for MI, what's the backstory of MI? We all know this guy just came from, from Joss, from J Town. Can you tell us about, you know, the impact of Joss? So Joss has always been heavy on, on music, um, especially with hip-hop and R&B. Um, there have been players like MI himself, G- the genie. Um, Jesse, um, Ice Prince. P-Square. P-Square. So it's always been that home. And for some strange reason, they always brought out amazing acts, you know, that took the music world by storm. So for me, I think it was just, they had that movement, you know, where where love love of music was first and it was the craft. So they tried to be perfect in their in the, in the craft. And so every time they imported or yeah, import, imported or exported that music into Lagos. It was, a, it was, a, it was, a, it was a sweet vibe to enjoy. And before you know, Emma Abaga made his way down to Lagos. He started to hone his craft in 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 Joss at yes. the time, and started to build you know a a fan base and a following. 
Um, he had started Righteous Era, his production right. house with his younger brother, Jesse, Jesse. Jacks, who's, you know, needs is, little or no introduction. It's my, my own old school Kanye. Not, the, not the new Kanye. Yeah, he's the, he's the old Kanye for yeah. you. Yeah. Um, so they had started this production house. They were walking out of the studio and, you know, they started linking up with like minds in Joss, um, the likes of Lindsay Abudei, um, Ruby Gang and co. And they started off loopy music. So yes. they had their production outfit, Righteous Era. They and had their music they, they outfit, um, um, loopy music. And, you know, they're just making, you know, good records in J-Town, Amazing you know, um, close to not being known, you know, in, in the center of excellence, um, um, Lagos, which is the, the mecca of music. But well, crowd mentality crossed over. And when it did cross over in 2007, right? Yeah, everybody, everybody noticed. who liked music, right, noticed it was different. So they noticed it. When was the first time you heard crowd mentality? Did you hear the song first? Did you watch the video first? Watch the video first. And, and once you watched it, how did you feel? I was like, holy, <laughs> holy crap. There's a, a, a short black boy that can rap. You know, and it was it was fresh. The beat was fresh. The video was was good. As in, it was funny because video, even though it was just a few scenes, it was the streets, uh, but it was good. It was it was it had that hip hop, you know, scene, and it was just flowing. His 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 range were flawless, easy on the air. So it was just nice. It was a good change for me. How much of it was a change from what you were, were witnessing in the Nigerian rap scene at the time? You know, those uh, who were dominating the scene in 2007 was Mode 9, no, Mo, Rugged Mo, Man, Mo, Mo, was Terry the Rap Man, Overdose. So Mode was and Rugged Ibaba. And Freestyle. Yeah, and Freestyle. No, Freestyle for me is probably one of my favorite Nigerian rappers. Um, it was my favorite from Tries Man, without a doubt. Um, he could, he lived, he lived his name. So how how well, did am I like how did crowd mentality? Because crowd mentality was just way different, right? It yes. had this Kanye old Kanye feel, correct? To like it, right? as if it belonged to college dropouts, yes, you know that kind of yes. Right? So, um, for me, I think Nigeria's best rapper, and they shouldn't crucify me, is still mode, mode nine without a doubt, you know, and they're giving us some anthems, cry, yeah, giving us a lot Nigerian girls, which. Obviously went and was very, very commercial. But Mode was true to his I'll say it was more Mode was you could you could tell that his, his music was influenced by um the KS1, BDP. Um it was it was hard hitting, you know. So for me, and I, I loved I love that kind of rap, but you know, when you hear softer rap, you know, which was MI. That that connected to me. He could do more things at the parties. He could be more commercially accepted. And that's why he connected with me. Yeah, and I think, you know, one thing that also stood out was just the message. Unlike the other rappers who would probably rap about their style, who they're better than, yes. you know, and, and stuff These like that, tracks, right? Yeah. This guy just starts talking about, you know, being yourself, yeah. you know, com you know, having you know, not having like, you know, inferiority complex, you know, not going with the wave, Correct. you know, standing out. These are not the kind of messages you put in your single and you know and no, shoot a video for exactly so it 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 felt very brave from this little known artist you know trying to remind the world to be themselves yeah I remember the video jump, jump yes exactly yeah it was, it was it was nice it was simple 
It was very, very simple. It wasn't dark. So that was also the good thing. Um, because um, we'd seen a lot of dark streets hip-hop videos, but this was was nice. It was nicely done. Quite relatable. And it sort of veered out of... It was like of, your everyday, yeah, correct. Yeah, and kind of veered out of, typically, which is what MI has become and what Talk About It is, right? Um, this single kind of just, you know, um, it best represents what the album stands for, reaching beyond hip-hop lovers. Yes. Where if you weren't even a fan of hip-hop, you could understand what he was saying because there were no punchlines or metaphors or similes. Right? No, I'm talking about crowd mentality okay, now. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. it's just simple. It's like, I'm having a conversation with you. It's like ABC rhyme. Yeah. It's, it's, it's actually very easy, but the delivery was 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 on point. Let's listen to Crowd Mentality featuring Uche. If you don't have a mind of your own, don't be disappointed. This is fine. Be a clone. Listen to me rhyme, I'm done trying to be mine all alone And to make things connect like a spine to a bone I've changed my mind, I'd rather be the same as All these fake yeah. entertainers Make bad music just to rock and arraign us Use words like No bad language on radio Cause I tried hard to make the difference Make the kind of music you could use as reference Everybody else say let's dance Who am I to tell them otherwise? It's a job for reverence So I'm ready now to join the movement Together press for negative improvement Everybody unite to forever end the search for life. So when I say jump, jump, everybody in the place dance. dance. Everybody in the place move. move. Everybody in the world just scream, scream, scream. When I say jump, jump, everybody in the place dance. dance. Everybody in the place move. move. Everybody in the whole world stop. If you don't have a mind for yourself, don't be disappointed, this is good for your health. It's the road to riches and to diamonds and wealth, we designed it by self. So all black people, put your mind on your shelf. It's okay to be poor, be needy. Better yet, still kill for more, be greedy. Everybody get miseducated, be lazy, fat, stupid with your mind sedated. No matter how many songs I sing about truth, honesty, I'll never change a thing. I just want to be rich and famous. The world is screaming now, please entertain us. Yo, the whole world is glass of plastic. It's split like refraction, need action drastic. So forgive me, I'm a tad sarcastic. These venomous lyrics on my lips so like when chapstick. I say sit. Everybody in the place stand. Everybody in the place jump. Everybody in the place scream, scream, scream. When I say sit, sit. Everybody in the place stand. Everybody in the world just jump. Everybody in the world be yourself, be yourself, be yourself. Yeah, break it down, break it down, break it down, yeah. Break it down, break it down, break it, yeah. Break it down, break it down, break it. Yo, see, the moral of the song is There are people walking around just like zombies And it's so strange How people are afraid of change Afraid of what will happen if we rearrange So most black people are just doing what the crowd do Doing what the system say that we're allowed to So break free from the crowd mentality And then we can start to build a new reality So come on, everybody in the place fly Everybody in the place dream Everybody in the place be yourself, be yourself, be yourself When I say shine, shine Everybody in the place fly, fly Everybody in the place dream, dream Everybody in the place be yourself, be yourself, be yourself When I say sing, sing Everybody in the place speak, Everybody in the place come on shout Everybody in the place be yourself, be yourself, be yourself When I say sing, sing Everybody in the place speak, speak Everybody in the place shout, shout Everybody in the place be yourself, be yourself, be yourself, be yourself Yo, be black, be beautiful, be strong, be correct, be nice, be good, 
right, be tight, be alright, be creative, be native, be real, have skill, stand tall, and be all you can be. Very, very, very. It's a great song. Does well, it, well is done. it a top well, ten? Is it a top ten in my song? Just for nostalgia's sake. Top ten. Yes. Because I have my first two unlocked. So yes. <laughs> you definitely enter my top ten. Great. Um, one thing we didn't mention is before this single dropped, he had signed with Chocolate City. You know. Um yes, a little known, you I'll know. Um, um Loyal Led. Lawyer led, you know, um, um, label coming out of, of Joss. Do you want to tell us about Chuck City and who they were? Um, Chuck City wanted to be different. You know, they were hip hop heavy. So um, they assigned MI, Jesse, um, signed Ice Prince as well. So they were known as the Chuck Boys. And we, we used to love songs where all three of them were on. Um, but it was. Created by Aldo Macquarie. And I would say he was a visionary. Um, because putting up a label is probably one of the hardest things to do. Um, I can't test to that. But the fact that um, he was able to bring Joss to the world, you know, is also another thing. Um, they've been able to stay from when it started to now. You know, they're still relevant. Um, they still stay true to their craft. You know, they've had other MCs pass through, most recently Black Bones. And for me, um, it's, a great, it's a great story, you know. They'll forever be hatched into not just Afrobeats, but also hip-hop, you know. So, I, I mean, yeah, shout-out to Chuck City. Shout-out to Chuck City. It was co-founded by, as you mentioned, Aldo Mikori, three lawyers, Aldo Mikori, um, Yahaya Mekori yeah, yeah, and, and, and Paul Lukugo. Chuck Boss. Yes, aka the Chuck Boss. Shout out to Paul. Um, and these three guys started a label. Um, and interestingly, their first artist was Jeremiah Gyang. Oh, yes. I yeah. Also from J Town. You know, another multi talented um, singer, guitarist. songwriter, Amazing. instrumentalist, right? And at some point, you know, in several interviews, MI has mentioned that he actually was Jeremiah's PA before he got signed to Chalk City. And that was even the, that was the connection. That was the connection. So he had worked with Jeremiah and he was basically his gopher, yes, you know, correct. oh, shuttling his um, interviews and his shows and all that. And that's how he started, you know, before he then got signed and became the um, flagship artist under the label. So these guys, all from J-Town, you know, very... You know, you know, J Town, right? If you if you've hung out with Chuck City guys, if you were hung out with M and everybody, they have this family feel, yeah. family thing going on, right? And they brought all of that stuff to Lagos. I mean, living in the Dupeju, they're all in the house. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's always about family. Yeah, and yeah, the real fast and furious, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to family, <laughs> and 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 M I makes his way down to to Lagos because once you're bubbling up, right, and you're you've conquered your territory. You have to then, you know, expand and find new waters, so to say. And so he makes his way down to Lagos. They are ready to take Lagos by storm. 
And Nobu used to say something funny. He said, the shop dark boy that came down with night bus. Yeah. Was, it was, I was just laughing. Takes a night bus down to Lagos and his journey begins. Um, yeah. he, he He's living with um, the genie. Right. And to put in context, the genie is, again, very talented R&B artist and vocalist who, you know, was releasing music and also had a day job by the side. He was working right. at Sound City as a VJ. All right. So he was balancing both. He had released um, his album um, with the lead single, Cobham's Produced Ego, which was Beautiful like, song. you know, a <gasps> smash hit. You know, so he has, so, so M comes to this guy and this guy's like, oh, you don't have anywhere to stay in Lagos. Come and, come and stay in my place. You know, let's stay at Pound Groove. And so M is in Pound Groove staying there and he starts to make his way into the hip hop scene in Lagos. Right. Um, I encountered, after listening to Crowd Mentality, watching the video, I encountered um, MI in... Overkilling it? No, funny enough, before before even overkilling it, right, I had seen him at... Um, Sway. The, the, before the Sway era. Okay. This was just before <laughs> okay. the Sway era. I'm jumping ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd actually seen him. He was doing something with the British Council. Okay. Right? So Chuck City was working with the British Council. MI was also working. They had partnered and they were working on different um, creative, you know, um, um, projects. And and one of the projects was um, he was actually hosting Unilag's Finest, season oh, nice. two of Unilag's Finest, right? Um, and season one of Unilag's Finest was won by Dark Poet at one season yeah, one, yeah. big deal, you know, and they were working on season two. And he and Mufet Duncan were actually hosting it, right? Shout out to Mufet Duncan, who's Shout an actor out. now. Yeah. And, and most of the times they would then have like the competitions, if they were not going to Unilag, they would have them at the British Council in Nikoi, and so you could, and I used to attend, I would actually leave school and come to Lagos, back to Lagos just to attend because I also was You're like- a rap head then. I was a rap head and a rapper actually. Yes. Yeah. We remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And so, you know, it was just amazing to see, oh, this is the M guy. This guy that dropped crowd mentality, right? Hmm. Interesting. And at the time he had come, come to Lagos, he then dropped the second single, Blaze. That was mad. You know, featuring Jesse Jags and Ice Prince. So we started to see, see the, the Chuck family. And the important thing about, you know, rap crews at the time was, or as an artist at the time, was introducing your rap crew. We had seen Rockefeller do it. Rock of Jay-Z and the Rockefeller team do it. We had seen 50 Cent and G-Unit do it. We had seen right. Eminem and, you know, the whole Slim Shady crew with D12 do it. All right. So he drops this new single. It's called Blaze. It's such a... It's, it's different as well. It's different. You know, it's different. You know, it's different from crowd mentality. It's, it's, it's so left from crowd mentality, yeah, it's yet so it's so real, right? And yeah. he's getting love from like everybody. And we'll talk about his industry love very soon. Then the music he's playing is great. He talks about this guy called Jesse Jags. We don't even know his M's brother. Exactly. We don't. But we just know he's, he's also a dope he, MC. And producer and everything. You know. Kanye. Yeah. And there's Nigeria this Ice Prince guy as well. So I go to British Council and I see him hosting... And one thing I was just running through my mind is the stars really aligned for this guy. Remember when Blaze dropped? What was your first encounter of MI? My first encounter was um, with Noble. So shout out to Noble Igwe. Yeah, Noble, Noble, Noble was probably a bigger stand than I was. Um, so Noble said, "Oh, you like rap?" Obviously, I'd heard crowd mentality. So I said, "Oh." Come, come and meet MI. And it was interesting, you know, we, we connected. And it was funny because then I was slimmer 
and we both used to have the same haircut. So sometimes people call me Emma, I was just laughing at how do I look like? I'm not even short, you know, but it was just interesting. And Emma was so down to earth. It was humble. Um, he could talk about everything. It was very, very intelligent. So pick any topic. Um, and it wasn't it wasn't showing off. So if you didn't know the topic, you would listen. But most times, any topic you picked, he had something to contribute. So he knew that he was he was well learned, and that's why he probably could do music the way he did it. You know, uh, it just you know education transverses into into whatever you do, and for me, it made sense because I mean the way he arranges his music, the way he, the flows, everything is just it shows in his craft. That it was it was it was very intelligent, and then um, I remember I used to go into to look with you. And we used to play PS2, I think, FIFA. And anytime he beats me, obviously, because he had bigger numbers on Twitter, who post it? <laughs> Take a picture and, and post uh, yes. it. Very, very petty boy. Um, yeah, good times, good times. Yeah, let's listen to Blaze. Put your lighters in the air. Oh, put your lighters in the air. My music like marijuana, you wanna get high, brother, you die smoking that wanna. But my flow is nutritious like a banana, so luscious like the savannah, they puffin' my Ishingana. I got the southern game like in Louisiana, or Bufana, Bufana, surround your head like a bandana. You searching for Nirvana, you give your mama drama, karma, trauma, but I got that grammar there. That get you to a new state of mind, it's the reason that my ish was initially designed. No matter the matter, we got a lot of hotter beats by Jaga, the Sabaga be flowing on top of this raga with swaga. My ish get you hooked like nicotine, at the same time my rhymes be like protein. So if you wanna fly, let me get you high off of eye, you can touch the sky. My full name be Jesse Garbavaga Feeling my vibes, Jukumba tribe, here from Taraba My dad, I didn't wanna let me do music But rather music got a hold on me So I guess music was hotter Now I'm blazing them raps from the back to the front And I say what's on my mind, so I always keep it blunt I'm music, music is me, so music me Casa su casa, music answer all the questions That's on my tabula rasa, music Take me high like a spaceship from NASA King of Babylon, I'm a lion, I'm Mufasa Saga, 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 with the jagger for you We hotter than lava, the abagabas for you So come and party with us if you feeling that vibe, get rowdy with us. Winds about to touch the sky, so get cloudy with us. And I tell ya, tell ya, tell ya, get yada with us. So enjoy. Yeah, you know me now, nobody else knows. Ask me that, usually I won't. Too much stress, so tonight I gotta just give me the lights. Roll it, light it, pump it, pass it. It's the classic. Ma, it's dope. 
the boys puffing these yeah. So intoxicating, got them all feeling these yeah. Yo, check me as I rap rhymes on papers. Smoke down a house and raise up them skyscrapers. Now, once this guy jump out the liver, Batman rats the fire and splendor rhyme giver. F R, drop rhymes, I burn your body liver. Temperatures high, so their bodies all quiver. Yeah, boys, best raps around the room. You're cleaning, you're the best man to walk behind a groom. I spit doom, check my text, I'm smoke tester. I rock heads with my dope lines, no contest. If you know me, I only smoke the mic cables. And when I bring it out, just scratch the head like torn tables. Uh-uh, maybe they took past the dozer. Cause next morning, they stretch bodies from the hangovers. You know me now, no one In the beach, we move it in kilos from the west to the east, from north to the south. Our homegrown be puffing out of each and every mile, each and every mile. It's that good ish. This is music, hip hop. Just the way I like it, sir. Like a Sunday morning sermon of the Holy Word. You know what I'm saying? I'm feeling it. Ever since I've known you. That was Blaze. Am I about to featuring Jesse Jack's Ice Prince? Um, the I'm album Blaze. I'm Blaze, right? <laughs> so the 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 single version is quite different, right? Yeah, single version funny. didn't have Blaze on it. No, it didn't. Then when the album dropped, he put Blaze. I mean, she could spit. So yeah, and I mean, the name of the song was Blaze. Yeah, it only made sense. Yeah, know? yeah. Let I want you to talk about how. Everybody sort of co-signed MI almost immediately, right? Like radio APs. I remember big time. Shout out to Onomel Yaidi on Rhythm. Um, shout out to Elbama, formerly known as El Boogie. Yeah, El Boogie. And has and has his and has a skit on the album, actually. Yes, it right? does. Shout out to him. Shout out to everybody because everybody sort of believed in MI almost immediately. They did. Um, um, everybody kept endorsing him and calling him the future, you know. Why do you think he got so much industry love? I think, first of all, then the industry was different at that point in time. Um, 
there was a lot of support. They, they should they should pull each other. How so, do you mean? How do you mean it was different? Now it's really fragmented. Um, people are doing their own thing. Um, people don't really support. I've seen that. I've seen that. Just looking from outside, um, the newer cats tend to support their their own. So, like um, the boys that schooled in Ife, sell them featuring on each other's projects. But um, then the radio used to support artists. You see tours, links and friends, Banky W and friends, Emma and friends, and they'll go do tours around Nigeria. So f- back then, it was a different um, time in music. Um, I would say they were just having fun. So they didn't, even though it was a business, because obviously they were making money from touring and, um, and concerts, but um, the rivalry wasn't really there at that time. It was more like, let's have fun, let's make music, let's, let's showcase Nigerian music to the world or to Africa. You know, so it was easy for him to fit in because he was really talented and it just made sense. Every, everyone wanted to, to, to relate with him. You know, he did a few features. He featured a lot of upcoming artists. Obviously, we'll come to that. Most notably, the big, the big wheeze right now. But um, yeah, M.I. Was, 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 it wasn't really a game changer, you know, but it was what the game was yearning for, you understand? Something um, fresh. Yes, exactly. So something fresh, something, something different. So, but, but this wasn't even, this wasn't even normal, right, for a hip-hop artist. Hip-hop artists were like on the third cadre when it came to people respecting or embracing. Maybe they would respect them, obviously, but like embracing them. So but you had, had like... You no, know, you had moved from hip-hop to back to singing, so M.I. came again. Because hip-hop, remember Remedies, obviously. Yeah. The headline rapper. You had um, Rugged Man. You had people that had taken the world. The fighter against the only label, more or less. Mm-hmm. Seven Rap Man. So that was the moment in hip-hop. You had um, Rough Rugged and Raw. You had boys that, you know, hip-hop was then. It went into full music. You had them, the band coming. You had... Um, everyone. Um, so hip-hop was coming back in, you know, because after M.I., you had Night House coming out to do their own thing. Um, so I think it was just like a, a full cycle and M.I. helped helped us bring it back. So yes, it was probably like in tier, tier two or three. Yeah. But, but yeah. Do you, think, do you think it's because the music was so relatable and everybody actually understood it and didn't need to crack their brains for punchlines and, and and metaphors and that because it was easily understood they could fully embrace it and support him more and give him yeah, more so like I get think, more industry love i think they could fully understand it but also the production was different so nigerians like to party so this was rap songs that people could party to um i remember even the existing rappers rugged man had that barrage and that's probably one of his biggest tracks. And people could party to it. So once you could do beats that were that were very, very danceable too. And these beats were different, you know. Apart from Emma's album, apart from, I think it was only Kraft. Kraft was the only producer that was well-known. The external producer, yeah. yeah. Every other thing was done in-house. Exactly. So it was really, really different. So it was fresh. Um, 
by then you had a few corporates also putting in money into the industry. So it was like cool cats I end now, you know. So for me, yeah. Yeah. And I want us to talk about the role of Chocolate City here once they came to Lagos and established themselves as a proper label, right? Mm-hmm. MI was a flagship artist. But you're looking at three guys who are always in corporate wear, well-branded. Okay. I think Aldo was on the cover of Mode Man. Yes, it was a huge uh, deal to be associated with them. You know, good yeah. looking. They took a lot of photos. You know, what... They, they had that PR right. Yeah. What was the impact of Chalk City in helping MI, you know, break through? Because you always need, as a new artist, you always need some people behind you. Whether it's having enough money, you know, for payola or whatever, right? Or plugins, music plugins and all that, or just branding. How instrumental was Chalk City in breaking MI? I think the beauty and I, I every most workshops I go to, I always I always lead by saying music is law. So for them to even have a label that was run by lawyers, that was that was big, right? They understood the contracts, they could do the negotiations better. And they were they were ha- actually handling proper 360 for the artist, you know. So I think that was good because it made them MI, Ice Prince, um, whoever the artist was, to to stay as a creative. You know, we'll handle the business side. You be the creative. We'll help you with your distribution. We'll help you with your marketing, you know, PR, whatever. But just make sure your creativity is, is top-notch. So, yes, um, was a good, it was a good support support and, and platform to, to stand on. Interesting, interesting. And, you know, he, he had continued to make music, started recording the album already in Lagos, Straight. started putting everything together at the studio, and he was looking for that. He was looking for that record. So Blaze had dropped, Crowd Mentality, of course. He wasn't performing as much because it was like uh, an older single. Yeah. So he had started performing Blaze, and he was looking for that single. He kept looking for that single. Feel and... And I remember when he premiered that single, it was at the Koyi British Council, and he said, hey guys, I have a new song, I want to perform it, and I really want you guys to, you know, to feel it. It was Unilag's finest, the judges were Mode 9, um, I think Ike Chuku and Sasha, right? Mm-hmm. They were like the judges, and so he was like the host, so it was like, oh, there was like an interlude. Yes. Some guys had just, you know, finished freestyling, and it was time to just, you know, perform. And he plays this record called Safe, right? And by the time he's done performing Safe for the very first time... Was Ginny there? No. No, Ginny wasn't there. I can't even remember if Ginny was there or not. Because he performed it again at the finale, and I think Ginny was Ginny there. Ginny was, I saw that Yeah, one, yeah. in, in Unilag. But, but the first one, I can't remember if Ginny was, in, was there or not. But my mouth was left open. You know, my mouth was left open, like left ajar. I was just like, what did this guy just do? It's the way that they do. And, and you know, the simple thing is easy. he just parodied the biggest songs that were raining at the Whiskolo, time. Whiskolo, Whiskas. Yeah, From Faze to Durella oh to Nato C to Debange. He just took those records and parodied it from the beginning to the end. It's such a clever way to curate all the biggest songs in that yeah. era and just put it on a record and put it out. Because it was um, like, what um, was what's his name? The American guy. They used to do every year. I think last the, year was the wrap-up. Wrap yeah. um, what was his name again? Um, 
Oh, I mean, Uncle Mother does it now. Yeah, because he said he had retired. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. It was good. Skills. Skills. Yeah. And so, you know, he drops this record and Mode 9 is so impressed. Mode 9 picks up the mic and says, I'm going to fund the budget. I'm going to give you the budget to shoot this video. That's how, and now I don't know what happened after that, right? But that's how impressed and, and, and let me to put mm. to put in context, mode nine is really and impressed. hardly impressed by anybody. So you could tell how well the song was done. Safe became instant. Safe became instant. Once safe dropped, instant. right? People like it took over the airwaves. Everybody was playing safe. Every radio station was playing safe. Everybody had safe on their phones. So this was also the birth of the digital era where you could download MP3s on your MP3 player, you know. Or take it back to your laptop, and people had more access to internet. Right. So he he came People in a very interesting your iPod, era. Your, your iPod and all that. And man, let's let's play safe, and then we can come back and analyze. <laughs> the way that they do me, cries is to boom me, but now ladies wound me truly. I'm sorry, sue me. Me and my loopy, I'm money long like Mooney, I'm loony like Tony, a girl wish she knew me. My arms strong like Louie, and CCD blew me up, yup, you can only watch like a movie. Ruby, I'ma milk the game like a booby. People asking who he, they call me M. I. Just because I'm getting higher, I'm spitting fire, this written fire. There's no bullshit and I'm sitting on top night just rap messiah I kill them, mama, them, papa, bring drama and proper and comma This rapper, showstopper, he's hotter, top shot, I know how to rap while I'm brethren Hear the words he's uttering cause other rappers stuttering I rhyme, I'm well, I'm not them, I'm hot chill I've got skill, the most incredible Out of Niger I'm on fire, I've got street credibility and he definitely flow infinitely and so intimately high. Plus, I'm a party rider, cause I flow tighter, so put up your lighter. MIB in the house and MCs, they should bounce and go home to their spouse, cause to stay might be detrimental, mental. Better flow, better instrumental, mental. You gotta learn the fundamental, mental. And my flow is so essential, essential, essential. Listen, silence is the best answer, not violence. It's why I bring war on the violence. This is Armageddon, dog, head of sirens. And no, I'm not retiring. No, I'm never tiring these lyrics that I'm firing. But don't be dismayed, because Zenith Bank is hiring. For instance, there's no resistance. The flow persistent and so consistent. All the rappers distant. They should have listened. Because I'm the engine room, I'm the gear, I'm the piston. There's no rest, see it best, your assistant. I'm what they missing. I'm why they listen. I'm the heart police dog, I'm cardiac arresting the best thing and you're just microphone testing. I will say right here, you better off the governor, we did right here. Hey, where you there, where we did drop coolie coolie, they sell body body, you they form holy holy air. Hey, I will say right here, you better off the governor, we did right here. Hey, where you there, when we did drop coolie coolie, they sell body body, you they form holy holy air. CCD1, I knew, knew, and I'm rated highly, <laughs> they call me M.I., listen, 
Yeah, yeah, Mogono Veli Feli, I'm spitting like Machiavelli, I'm always inside your telly, your lyrics are smelly, smelly, I'm chilling in Peli Peli, I'm chilly inside your belly. Rappers are really silly, you rappers merely vanilla. But nothing do me because I didn't rhyme yo. Nothing's gonna ruin me because I didn't shine yo, shine yo. I ain't no I'm so fine, you blind yo with each rhyme, yo. I move like a rhino until we sitting on top, sitting, spitting on top, rappers spitting, they should stop. It's written when I drop, your shit is gonna flop. You kitten so sloppy, getting spanked by your poppy. And you should know my P, they call me M-I-M-I-C. I'm rocking M-I-M-I-C, and my flow is so deadly. Whiskolo Whisker, the incredible mister, the top of the list, he's ballin' like Nesta. Loved by your sister, he maybe even kissed her. The brand new experience like Vista. The ladies going local When they hear his vocal Raps in a chokehold Other rappers local They rap with a vocoder I'm the Coco Other rappers so-called I'm medicine for the game like I'm pro-cold You can't deny I give them what they wanting And if you're still sitting down You're on a long team And if there's ever been a rap this fly Yo, it had to be done by another hey, M.I. Hey, why you there wrong? Where you there wrong? You think say you get liver You come the from like say you be that time of a nigga Hey, you go talk the one you day today Today, today, we go round you that you don't know why you there Hey, we they kill them Emma, you they trip them Show them Say this hip-hop music they your system Teach them, school them If they fuck up, gain them Oh, they don't know say They don't know say You be hairy, boy What a song. We're sitting down, we're on a long time. Yeah, we're standing right now. <laughs> we're standing right now. We're lying. The song is five minutes long. Five minutes, 12 seconds. As a single. Would it do well in this streaming age? <laughs> it would. It still would. <laughs> no, five minutes, 12 seconds. Every, 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 every second was worth it. No, even back then, right? Every, you know what? Every second was worth it. But back then, a single that lasts for five minutes, 12 seconds would not get approved by the label. True. Five minutes, 12 seconds. Usually three and four. And the radio stations will play this song to the end. Start to the end. How incredible is safe? Because you just rhymed everything while we're playing it. (laughs) Yes, I did. Safe is... is the closest thing to being a Nigerian hip-hop masterpiece. Because... Um, yeah, we had seen, like, before the song started playing, we had seen skills do the wrap-up and all that. Um, but for MI to do so much wordplay, referencing songs and co- um, cultural events into one song and still make it have meaning, you know? So it wasn't as if it was just plugging them in and it was going different directions. It actually had meaning. Um, he weaved himself into it, their it, records. It was yeah, a brilliant it was, way, right? It was. So for me, it's it's a true form of storytelling, you know, and 
I, I mean, I think it's probably it's probably in everyone's top five um, rap songs that ever come out from Nigeria because he he used a lot of other people's favorite artists' lines. So it's, it's like a cheat code, you know, because I remember when he says that the bank is hiring, uh, I was shouting, Biggie, Biggie, you know, so it's, it, it's clever. It's a very, very clever song. And the song just exploded. It exploded him. No, no, he exploded. No. That, that he, song was a game changer. Yeah. I remember the video. Yes. The course. video was different. It was. Shout, it out, was just, shout out to Max. It was Max. Max was very good with CGI. So. And CGI wasn't that popular at the no, time, right? Wasn't. So he had worked with probably Deep. Um, Deep. Deep. MI was also Deep. on the yeah. on the on the on the I record. I think it was also the Duella, the one with the drinks. Shayu. No, that was Clarence Peters. Oh, that was Clarence. Oh, yeah, my bad. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Max did the video, yeah. big song, blown MI out. I also want to talk about Dijini's performance, vocal oh, performance. No. It's one of the best vocal performances <laughs> on a rap on a rap song record collaboration. You know, sometimes I. I've had that conversation earlier on that because people look at Overkilling It as a hip-hop song as well. Just because of M.I. on it. Yeah, and I, know, think, that, that, that and I think the, the beats. Exactly. So people say Overkilling It was safe. I'm like, it's hard, it's hard. But they had that chemistry. And, you know, it was just, it was, it was Genie, Genie really, yeah. It was a good record. Now, Safe has dropped. There's now pressure to work, work, start working on the album. Right, there's a lot of. He's already working on the album. I mean, Zora, yeah. but now the stakes are higher, right? Yeah, because you have to come he's, through. He's moved up like three notches. Yeah, you have to now come through with the album. So he's getting all this industry love. One thing I also want to mention is, you know, the internet era. I think talk about it is the album that ushered, you know, music discovery and um and followership and fa- and fandom, right. you know, on in the music era, um in Nigeria, um. Shock City were also very strategic in, in, in creating like communities and fans. I won't say stands. I think stands came like a few years later, mm-hmm. but like just organic fandom, right? And fan, fans, you know, via Facebook. So there were a lot of Facebook groups Correct. and all that. And they started to cultivate a lot of followers and it became a huge deal. So you had a lot of people from the North, people from the Middle Belt, people from the, from the Southwest as well. And they were... They, they, they sort of created a family online and these people were just championing, you know, um, um, MI and Chalk City. And also blogs that had kicked in. So Bella and Not Just Okay had already existed. We came a year after. Um, but yeah. Yeah. So Bella showed m- much love, Not Just Okay. I remember um, uh, Mola, Mola, Mola and I would have conversations about talk about it. So yeah. Yeah, that's 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 Demola, one yeah, co-founder Demola, OG, of, of not just okay. Yeah. From your perspective, I mean, I know you were heavy on Facebook, using Facebook at the time. What were you seeing? Um, so I joined I joined one of the groups, and um, I did. So some of the comparisons, because I I'm not really, I don't like doing verses. I I like doing celebrations, right? So it's a mode nine versus MI who's better. I used to enjoy the conversations, but I never really got into it. And um, everybody was saying that next, that it's definitely the next big thing. Um, I think it was already collecting shows at that point once Safe dropped. Um, it, it definitely was buzzing on the internet. It was buzzing on Facebook, you know, because I can't remember the group anymore. I'm sure if I check, I'm still a member of that group. 
but it was it was just interesting because they had young boys and there are also boys in, in diaspora in that group so it wasn't just um nigeria people living in nigeria you know it was people in diaspora and people were, people were just talking about him one guy was claiming that who oh, i've known mi since secondary school you know how people start claiming we don't know whether it's true or not but yeah it's what it is and it was just interesting and i think it was it was during that period i said that nigerian nigerian music is here to stay you know it's it's i mean i couldn't be much more proud of it because i remember anytime i had um i'll travel I used to play because I had an iPod, so I would play and listen to this, listen to that. And be like, wow. So yeah, it was good times. Yeah. And so while all of this was going online and, you know, in the upper class community and a bit of the middle class community as well, because those were the communities that, at least the socioeconomic classes that first embraced so, yeah, MI because of, you know, how he was spitting the message and the music, he, as well as Chalk City, still had to convince Alaba. And the masses, right? Correct. So I think Safe has started to crack. You no, know. Safe, Safe definitely went mass. Yeah. It went, it went mass. So Safe has started to crack it. And Chalk City was confident enough to go to Alaba to go and get a deal. To put it in context, in 2008, right? See, and 2008 yeah, remained a very, very phenomenal year. And I'll explain why. When it comes to Alaba sales, there was a shift that had happened in 2008. Prior to 2008, if you had, you know, a good album ready to go, 12, 13, 15, 16 tracks, you would take a trip to Alaba. Who Alaba is a market that had the biggest music distributors and marketers. Right. You would play your album for them and you would speak to a couple of marketers and then the you would ones. go into a bidding war, depending or a pricing war, depending on your caliber of artists. So if you're an A-list artist, you probably go into a pricing war, bidding war. 10, 20 million. Yeah, if you were a B-list artist, you would probably have, you know, a one-on-one connection with one artist. And if you were C-list or D-list, you were probably begging them. Yes. You know, oh, you have to pay for... for you, yeah, for, for, for distribution or whatever. And hope your album sells so you could recoup. Yeah. Um. So in 2008, MI was ready to drop the album. Chuck City, you know, had a meeting with T-Jo. It was T-Jo. Right? And T-Jo wasn't going to give them one naira. Because it was rap. Yeah, because it was rap. No, not, not, not because it was rap, right? Because he said, nobody know y'all. <laughs> I don't know you. You guys, nobody knows you. Don't you don't peace square. America, come, come, come. You know this guy, MI. I know, I don't know, I'm on. <laughs> you know, and at the time, Bijano was dropping. Bijano had dropped Shayo. So he was ready to drop his album. Um, and they gave Bijano a huge chunk of money, right? And then Mode 9 was dropping the Paradigm Shift. Yes. And they had also given him an advance, very... Cute advance. Correct. And, you know, they said they were not going to give M. M, Chalk City, any money. But Tijo said, you know what? I'll distribute it for you guys. And while we're distributing, we can recoup. That's the favor I'll give you guys. Right? And this is the story that was at the time. Right? Because I heard Chalk City guys went with their laptops, look at, you know, the engagement we're getting on Facebook and all that. Which it is does, not... It doesn't... Which is not the streets, right? No, because so, streets were... Internet, there was nothing. The penetration was... Yeah. It was very, very low. It was very, very bad. And so the album drops and MI moves 30,000 units in a day. day. Okay? Tijo made so much noise about it. 30,000 units in a day is a big deal. Big, big. Well, I'm talking uh, hard copies. I'm yes, not talking no, soft copies. In traffic. Yeah. Yeah, in traffic, hard copies. In traffic. Hard copies move out in one day. 
30,000 units. It's a huge deal. It's, I mean, Tito used to talk about it because I think, till then, I think it was the piece where they used to move like 20, 25 yeah. K units. So for a rap album to do 30 K. In a day. It's madness. You know, and outsold the Mode album, outsold the, the Bigiano album. It was one of the highest selling albums of that year. Yes. Right? And, and so the game changed. And the game changed because people could now start validating the process in which Chalk City had broken MI. Yes. They had started to use the internet and social media to break artists, and people started to copy that model almost immediately. They did. Where were you when the album dropped? I was in traffic trying to buy it. <laughs> no, I, I kid. So um, because of... Um, I think we got an advanced copy. I'm trying to remember. Um, I think Noble gave me an advanced copy because then I started writing album reviews or something like that. So I had written and I think I really wanted it published. But then I was even thinking of publishing on not just like Bella. I wanted to publish in the newspaper. So I I sent it to Times, they didn't want to sell me. Yeah, <laughs> I sent it to Banga, they didn't answer me. And it was trivial that answered me for enough. So trivial said they'll publish it. And there I was, I admitted like three pages. When it came out, it was so it was for that edited the answer. <laughs> so I think that woman me annoyed and I went to go and I saw blog spots <laughs> sites, album reviews. I just started dumping, you know, because I was yeah. upset that I, I, I took so much time to listen. It just gave me one small part. One, one, one small strip. You know, I was excited. I still have the cutter at home because that was my first published newspaper work. And um, I was always raving about it. I think I bought like six copies because I first bought one that I, I used. Um, and when I was still in the car, my friend said he was going to take it back to us. So I knew that this was going to be another... Crave David moment for me. Yeah. Where you see these. So I just goes like missing. Six. So someone said, Will you give me? I was like, sick. You know? And then, <clears throat> so I had, uh, my car had a front loader and a back loader. So, yeah. And now when you put it in back loader. So you, 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 I, can't, you, can't, you can't eject, eject it. Yeah. Again, you know? So they're like, Oh, you give me now. So where is it? I said, Bro, I'm buying that. That's, that's, this thing is not hard. So for me, I knew, I knew it was a, a game changer. It had forced me to write an album review. Um, I totally enjoyed it. So, um, Emma had lived up to the hype. Because, you know, your, your album validates you. You know, not anymore, but. That, yeah, that back Emma. then. Back then. And you gave, you gave the, the rating you gave it was 8.5 over 10. Yes. Interesting. The, 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 what was your. The conclusion? minuses, right? Was, what, what, was, what was your conclusion? Oh, um. Then I used to, I had different rating systems. So I used to say, um, this album makes the uh, iPod, or makes a playlist, or um, buy, buy this album, you know, those kind of things. But conclusion was, was different. Um, MI was what the game needed. Um, I was disappointed with the album cover. So that was one of the reasons why I took it off. Um, a few songs were not so it's a classic right and right now I can't even skip any track but at that point in time um, I think 
the one with Lindsay and Eben. Um, Jehovah. Jehovah. Just wasn't strong enough for me at that point in time. Because it was about God. I, I expected to be something heavenly, you know. Because Emma was very, very creative. So I expected to be something very, very heavenly. heavenly. But it was just... Not just... Because even the skits were, were different, you know. That Mr. President, they go fill him, you know. So it was was very, very good. And for me to score an 8.5, because I was very, very stingy with my maths. Um, so I, I think, I think there have only been like two albums that I've rated higher than that MI zone. So yeah, 8.5. Says about right now. Once the album dropped, he dropped another single again. And that was, I mean, all the songs, the songs. Everything was a single. Every, me, so. You know when the album is so good, everything just becomes a single because right. radio just starts playing everything. But I think one song he then pushed really hard was Teaser. Featuring General Pipe at the time. I'm a clown. And you know, what it called, you know, the beat well, everything was just different, right? It, it didn't again, to put it in context, in 2008, you probably wouldn't hear that from like a rapper in 2008. I think the only person, and we can draw a parallel to this, was was Nato C with who had come with a new sound also in, also in 2008. But like MI teaser, it was just out of this world. Let's let's listen to teaser and come back. Hello, Mama Sita. You a sexy chica. I'm a girl teaser, so baby, let me please her. Far from a church mouse, but love a lot of cheese. Me loving your features. Can you move your feet? I'm a loopy president, you can be my Evita. If a girl don't want to flow, me always delete her. And me never repeat her. Me look for something sweet. Tell me, girl, can you make it high like a heater? Man, a juvenile. The reverse are tight. The digna promote chilling with the genuine. Love them, the soul of the bride. And just wiggle in the wine. Several star general in my fresh wine. Me a flippy lip it on the time. The yellow love eye. We know night on the mic. Me nine to five. Me love the yellow pretty head to town. And that's 
Sonically, how do you describe this album? Like the production was was very good. It was different. It was, you know, remember that Chuck City was fairly new, you know, apart from Jeremy Yang. So um, Storm obviously had every flesh of obviously can, you know, so it was already doing amazing things on the sound. But with Chuck City, right, and it was mostly in-house produced. So, it, I mean, Jesse Jags and M.I., they killed it for me. Um, the local content, the smooth delivery, even the mixing and mastering was was very good. You know, you, you could tell that whoever mixed the master, they had, had, had an air for music, you know. He, he, he knew that he wanted to hear everything and feel everything. Um, like teaser that he just played. Um, it's uh, obviously we've seen raga and, and hip hop infused a lot of times, but for me, it was it was nice to see it happen. You know, um, I think even Storm had done it on General Pipes, um, one champion that had that they had other rappers jump on it. Well, this one was actually a hip hop track that had General Pipe jump on the hook and the bridge, and for me it was. It was nice. It was, yeah. um, and it was good for the clubs. So it was a club anthem because you had the girls dancing sexily because I'm a crowd pleaser. You know? Yeah. Big booty teaser. So, yeah, it worked. I mean, he had, he had the right recipe. He had songs that even spoke about government issues. He had songs that were for the ladies. He had songs where he did a review of the Nigerian <laughs> um, music scene. He had skits, um, so he had everything, club jam. So yeah, it was it was a very, very good album. And and for a hip hop album, it was very relatable, very very social, you know, and accessible. He kind of broadened the target audience and invited more people to yeah. to the hip hop genre in Nigeria. Because I remember <clears throat> another reason why I, I ducked set points from it was because I was very afraid of the commercial success because um, the masses aren't really, up to now, they're still really not into hip-hop. You know, we're hip-hop heads, we know ourselves. Yeah. You know? So um, I was fearful of that. And, you know, so acceptability, I mean, it proved me wrong because more and more people accepted him. Um, his follow-up album obviously had a song that had to be accepted by everyone. Um, we'll get into that. But yeah, MI, MI did very well. Um, that one was just nice. He had a lot of 
fresh kids, you know, that have come to stay. Um, I had big hopes for Leone. I don't know where he is anymore. Um, it was on the self-titled song. Uh, talk about it. Um, it was just different. He had my favorite track, you know, uh, of the album, which annoys me that there's no video for it. Which one? Nothing, track two. DJ track two. <laughs> We're actually going to play Nothing now because I wanted to talk about, you know, despite him being sociable, you know, and touching on different kind of topics. He's touching on love. He's talking about love. He's talking about money. He's talking about, you know, um, um, life. He's talking about death. Praising God. He's yeah. talking about God. These are, you know, different scenarios we find ourselves as human in. Right. And it's such a shift from, oh, I'm the dopest in the game. Yeah. Oh, I, I, my bars. to me. Yeah. It was so different. Thing. It's like, it's like what Kanye did in 2004 with college dropouts. You know, That's a total it. 180 from what was existing before. And it's straight out from that playbook as well. But on an OT, <laughs> you know, he has to remind you that he I'm is, a rapper. he's a rhymer and he's a rapper. And I love how he does it because he still sticks to the theme. But but, but that beat, once you hear that beat, you want to rap. Every time I hear that beat, that that's a rapper's beat. That beat is hard. Anyway. Let's and listen to our naughty. They call, they call, they call me M. But you're probably just above par. I said, Joe, gonna be the cocoa, drive you loco. Like show from Coco to Soko to Morocco, but rapping a choco. You don't feel my fire, you gon' feel my smoke, yo. Feel my vocal on this local instrumental, focal points to drive you mental. I just want you to feel me, the real me, I'm still me. So let's go, 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 go. Brand new flow, brand new beat for the dance dance floor. It's that incredible mess started, cardiac arrest and flow like Twister. I saw this mister one day at the show. He said, M, you I know you can flow, bro, but you ain't got groove. You ain't got what it takes to make the club move. I got the magic static, I got the chrome automatic, so systematic, erratic, flow so melodic, neurotic, chronic, so supersonic, bionic, and you can get on it. Flow in the bonica, English broken, lyrically smoking. Nigeria's hip-hop token. You've gotta be joking. Mr. Incredible, most immaculate Mike Spector, MC interrogator, the music innovator, mankind illustrator, MI on the MIC, yeah, he got a lot of swag, though he not MP and he's not MT, just a bad MC, I'm not T for the year 2G and forever. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. 
Chocolate City. That's a good song. It is. It, it, it's one of those songs, you know, the way it delivered the rhymes was, was the way it delivered the rhymes was unparalleled at that point. You know, it, it, the flow, because even his breath control, because we, we've tried rapping, right? So for you to go that long, obviously we don't know what went on in the studio, but yeah. I've seen him perform that song over and over again. Doesn't get out of breath. His breath control is amazing. And the way it switches the style, because it was flowing, it was just at the drop of every dime. It was just flipping. I got the magic static. Exactly. So systematic. Uh-uh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was a good record. It was a good record. Let's talk about the features on this album. So, Wiz. So you have Pipe, right? So the most Mike popular you. people at the time, right? You had Pipe, Wizkid. Listen no, on Wizkid. No. So Pipe, Genie. YQ, and The Genie. Yeah, These are the ones. most popular people on the album. Right. Then you have... You know, a little known Wizkid, um, of course, Eben, who's yeah. known, Lindsay, Uche, you know, Leone, you know, Gabriel. Like, nobody knows these guys, right? Who knew Gabriel? Yeah, like, nobody knows. What else has Gabriel done? You know, so it was most popular people that were Pipe, and Pipe was just coming out. Yeah, Pipe was not even This 2008, known. Pipe is like little known, right? Wizkid is barely unknown, um, barely known rather. Then there's YQ, who had been, you know, who had done the record with Da Green. Yes. You know, so he was also in that space already, about getting there. signed to Storm Records at the time. And then you had the genie. Why do you think MI stuck with these, um, how will I put it, entry-level artists at the time when he, Chalk City has started dominating, you know, they had started getting this relevance. Why do you think he didn't pitch to get a, an Omomi on the record, or a Sasha on the record, or even a Peace Square on the record, right? Or even get a Debange on the record. Why do you think he just stuck to his to this set of artists? It's funny because I never asked him, but um, why I think, and this is my own personal opinion, is he wanted to showcase this act because they went along with his story. He had a story to tell for the album. So... It felt that this these people, the set that I picked, they could deliver again. Maybe I was working within budget because you know, feature acts you might need to pay a fee. So really, I don't know the reason, but I wouldn't. Looking back at the album, I wouldn't substitute anyone out, and that's the truth, you know, because you can tell that each of these artists. They've come, they've come into that being, apart from maybe Leonie and Gabriel, um, Wiz, you know, um, moment you heard Wiz, you know, that this guy was destined for something great. Lindsay can sing anybody under the table up to now. Um, she might not be as big as she should be, but, and then, you know, it's, for me, I think he did it more for the music, you know, who could, who he connected with. At that point in time, um, sometimes it's really, really hard getting features. You know, it's not that the artists are trying to front, but they're also doing their own stuff. They're trying, you know, so time might not be. So maybe Emma is working with schedule. Maybe he did reach out to people. Maybe he had ideas, but they just never came true. But we're interested to get his take on it. That why, why this set? 
Yeah, and, and he takes similar approach, you know, to the production of the album as well. Yeah. Where he's he the produced he, yeah, he produced he says crap. he says he produced, you know, like eighty to ninety percent of the album himself. Yeah, and Jesse. Um, yeah. yeah, and then Jesse did some additional production as well. But one record that def- definitely stands out that he didn't produce is uh, Fast Money, Fast Cars. Ooh, produced by, shout out to Craftmatics, produced yeah. by Craftmatics, featuring, you know, a very young whiskey at the time. And this song is definitely a standout on the album because it's on the second half of the album. It's track, track or track ten. Eleven. Yeah. Eleven. Track ten. Eleven. It's track ten on mine. Eleven. It's eleven. It's eleven. Anyway, ten eleven. Well, you know when these albums now get uploaded to Apple Music and everything, (laughs) the numbering messes up. No, but But it's definitely on the second half. Oh, okay. So fifteen, fifteen track album and. um, Was eighteen? Anyway, on the CD, but it's fine. (laughs) Okay. Aha. You know, and he's, you know, he has, you know, the second half of the album, this song called Fast Money, Fast Cars. Oof. And the message again around Fast Money, Fast lifestyle. Cars. You know, it's about that lifestyle and it's broken into two parts, right? So he's telling it from the perspective of of the 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 young lady. Correct. Then the second half of the song is basically advising. What? Yeah, exactly. You know, and giving her feedback. But I think it's, a, it's such a brilliant record. Whiskey is so, you know, it's that energetic version of Whiskey. Very high octane, high vocals. Everything is just hungry, mashing up. Very hungry, yeah. Whiskey. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, interestingly, this song also then sparks the beef between him and Kelly Handsome. Right? Correct. Yeah. Kelly Handsome is handsome. I tell him when I see him. <laughs> but if I'm going to be anybody, it'll be Keke or D1. You know, and, and Kelly Handsome took it personal. Personal. And I'm winning. Anyways, listens in the Fast Money Fast Cars featuring Whiskey produced by Craftmatics. If you don't money, Cash for the ash, cootie for the booties, he my man a heavy duty And I get money like Fitty, I run the city like Louis Pretty I'm pretty city, people glitterati I'm only interested in the one who runs the show Like I like Peter and Paul, but I will do T-Joe Kelly handsome is handsome, I tell him when I see him But if I want a man, it will be Cat K or D1 She said, what you driving, baby boy? Cause an end of discussion will signal end of discussion Seven series, if you serious you can get this girl delirious If you got them diamond earrings You can have the clothes I'm wearing I'm into governors, senators, ambassadors Oil big boys cause they always showing cash at us Stacking that bread before my back is on your bed And I'm good in the sack is why they always if haul it back money, like, If you don't talk money, I'm a show If you don't drive cars, I'm a show Cause she's all about the money Cause she's all about the money So I know I'm home, I tell you she said, call me a hustler.
hustler You can be my customer Pull up in an X5 and nobody can question ya Don't you younger Bonner, Cuba, Havana, Cigara You need Naira, you need Dollar 2009 Impala, Public Color Way in Zara, designer, there's no more drama I want the big boys, Daniel, Jubarak, Obama Yara, do a good luck See, I want the press it dough Like I then got types, I need a man to make me glow She said I like Jim Ike, but Dangote is better yet I like first class seats, but I prefer a private jet And I don't need a dude whose bank account is very large I want the man who owns the bank, the head nigga in charge I'm into tycoon CEOs, very rich I'm a high brand chick, I'm an island chick How a crew, see the swag, Jimmy Choo's Fendi bag I'm an oil rigs chick, not a Mr. Big chick If you don't drive cars, I'm a Cause she's all about the money Cause she's all about the money So by the way, hold my daddy So by the way, hold my daddy So by the way, so by the way She's an Aristo girl, she's a crystal scale She's making those connects like a Cisco girl She cops what she sees, lot of stops overseas She's in Oxford Street and she shops for a week She's VIP, don't need IV, just CID She's B.I.G. Paparazzi wanna see her, young girls wanna be her She's a star cause she's got Mama used to tell her, all you've got is pride A shower, not a shower, no matter what you drive Don't spend your life to buy money Cause you can't spend money to buy life Mama used to say that you are who you are No matter how fast your money or your car Don't spend your life to buy money Cause you can't spend money to buy life if you don't talk money, I'm a sure. If you don't drive cars, I'm a sure. But she's all about the money. But she's all about the money. So by the way, hold my telly. Anyways, that's a good record. That's a good Very record. Good. Really, really good record. Let's talk about the impact of Talk About It. You know, um, first of all, it wins Rap Album of the Year, the head is immediately, Straight right? Away. Like, it wins it over Netosis, You Know My P. I, I, I felt... I felt the type of way for the longest time because I felt You Know My P as an album is better than Talk About It. Up to now? Yeah. I, you know, and I, but no, I get it. I understand. Nah. Talk About It is very personal to a lot of people. No. A lot of people. <clears throat> So I liked NATO as well. NATO was even totally different from MI. Yeah. <clears throat> Obviously switched up on Super C season, but that, you know, my P. God, the quality of the album. Was too soft. It was too soft. It was such a cool kid. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah, it's cool kid rap, but it was, it was so good. Oh. But you had, was. but you had, nah, nah, you had some really good records on that. See, it's a no skip album yeah. until you get to the Facebook part. Talk about it, bro. No, no. It, uh, talk about it is also it a no skip keep, album, you know. So, I mean, that was me. That's just my personal preference. But I understand how MI's talk about it is like more I'm profound and it's more instrumental. And the impact of it is is way more than than even though um, um you, you know my P also has has impact. But like the impact of talk about it is more. Bag, bag of dosha, so, you know, it was just a chilled out. Yeah, you know, sitting yeah. on top, sitting sitting on. Top. The subject matter here is 
like much wider and you know there's way more variety versatility of, as well. and of topics I'll, I'll say variety of topics on on the album as well but the impact of this album is really huge yes. you know you look at the likes of ice prince show them camp ladipo oh. yc files dremo and you can all tell like they all come from the lineage of mi from Correct. this talk about it. <laughs> i like that lineage yeah <laughs> You could, you could, you could, you could just feel it. You could, you could feel it when you listen to talk about it. That oh, this album is like the, is like the go-to. Is like the inspirational project that all these guys probably listened to at some point in their times and, and in their careers. And at that time, it was also a a culture shift because at that time um, there was a nice hangout spot called Swaybar. Shout out to Jibs, and, and shout oh, out to Ayana. Ayana, yes, and uh, Jibs is Ayana. Okay, okay <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, we, and that's where we, at 360, we used to do um, slush. That was yeah. when we first started the slush party. So we get artists to come and meet with fans, meet with people, act normal. And it was so cool. Emma used to come all the time. So I remember um, when the album dropped, Emma was touring and Ice Prince came and Ice Prince was rapping all everything from the album because we're playing it and i was like oh not bad <laughs> you know it was it was such a huge huge shift in music because you now started defining our lifestyles started you know cool hangouts djs started playing more nigerian music um it was just i think it was at the right time because banky had come back um a lot of comebackers are coming and yeah i started doing good music um and everyone's trying their own different things and the productions were were always different you had you had you had producers now hitting hitting quality productions you know beat on storms even you had um kel with suspect you know so it was just i think that era is probably one of the go- the, the golden eras of Afrobeats and hip hop. So you're right, it's like a phase three, it's like a turning point. Yeah, I'd say that. Amazing, amazing. Um, yeah, thank you for you know just going on this journey with us, man. No, it is. such a good album. Yes. And um, you know, decades, uh, well, I mean, I wouldn't say decades, so we don't, we don't feel so old. <laughs> but you know, um, what 14, 14 yes, years later, you know, a decade and some. And and we can still listen to this album and bump our heads to it and, you know, feel the album. If this album had dropped, you know, in this time, of course, with the beats upgraded and all everything, would you would you think it would have the same impact? Or at least would you think it would rival what is being released right now in the hip-hop scene? So a few songs probably won't make it. Um, but like half of the album, you know, I don't think M.I. would release a few of the songs right now. Um, fast Money, Fast Cars will probably take a different direction totally. Mm-hmm. It will probably have a more matured Wiz on it. Like yeah. You can imagine a more matured Wiz on this record. Fast yeah. It will be like a full Afrobeat song. We'll probably have found a way to smuggle in African rapper number one into it. Yeah. You know, so yeah. it'll, it'll, be, it'll be different. But if it dropped as is now, um, We've moved, you know, music has moved. Um, but Anoti, definitely. Safe, definitely. Um, yeah, we, we'll definitely be able to pull it off because it's still a party starter. Whatever song you play from from this album, still starts parties. 
so it brings back the memory. So, yeah, I think so. All right, man. Oh, yeah, thank you so much for joining us on this episode. Guys, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I want you guys to do something. Please rate and review the podcast. So if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review so we can get the numbers up. Um, yes, but the feedback has been amazing. Thank you for the feedback. And just even the, the streams and the numbers, you know, it's been really good. So a lot of people are listening. And shout out to everybody um, listening, you know, wherever you are. Looking at the data and it's, it's crazy. People in the US, the UK, you know, Canada, and of course, wow. my people in Niger. And other yeah. countries, you know, France, you know, Malaysia. Japan, China, you know, it's crazy. Thanks for rocking with the music in time. We're going to go out with one very important song for me, right? Which, me. Which, re which remains, the chorus Hustle. remains, oh, the chorus remains universal. Whatever time, whether it's in the 20s, in 2008, or it's going to be in 3033, money. Money. Money is slow yeah. to enter, money is quick to go. Mm. I think it's a universal it's loss. It's slower to enter now. It's slower to enter now. Maybe you should re-record it. <laughs> yes. All right, catch you guys on another episode. Bye, guys. Money is slow to enter. Money slows to enter Where money they go I don't know, I don't know Yo I didn't grow poor, but I didn't grow rich. I wasn't cruising through life, but we were in a ditch. I would look at some of my friends and get that itch. To scratch that cash, to look that flash. Grew with a complex, no self-esteem. Props peached back when that didn't make cream. Mama stayed home till the boys got grown. We reminisce sometimes on the phone house. Sometimes at Christmas, wasn't no wish list. Wasn't no chickens, there wasn't no rice. We didn't have money for fees, it was a funny cup of cheese. But still we couldn't pay that price. Still I had it easy. And life was good A trade story with some of my mans from the hood Drama every day Trauma where they lay Mama used to say Money slow to enter yeah. Money quick to go Money slow to enter Where money they go I don't know I don't you wanna get later, you can't afford to fail Cause if you don't hit it, life will seem like jail And death is the cost if you wanna make bail The rich get richer, the poor get screwed Living is like oil and get screwed The weak shall inherit the merit and get chewed The try is the main life will not get chewed if you want life to chill Money is the juice you produce from your skills But money when it be to the slaughter when you kill So listen up people, this is real So money can rape you, she's so unfaithful Don't love her too much because she will forsake you Some give her everything and shower praise But what a bitch, money never stays Money is slow to enter Money Pray for better days. A God to direct your feet with cheddar laid. A cheddar may release the stress on my vertebrae. Cause all I could do was drain and get away. So fast forward a few years, a few springs, summertimes, autumn, and new years. Now I'm in the UK.
S fighting a few fears. Grades poor, never first place like juniors. And my brother would write to me letters and emails, telling me about school and home and females, telling me about this lovely girl he's met. He's sure he loves her though he hasn't kissed her yet. Yeah, NPS things to send, bro. I need that new PS or new Nintendo. Then I would get awfully calm, hold the pen in my palm. Like what could I write to make it Money slow to enter Where money they go I don't know, I don't know This episode was produced by Osagi Alonge, audio mixed by Lord Phil, and is distributed by Visual Audio Times.